It was just whatever whatever angle worked out this time okay. was like Can you uh, hear me okay though? I can hear I you. I feel like I'm fine. I think you're good. Okay. Let's stop. Bye. tell them why i guess so i guess it's time it feels very weird also if if it sounds echoey it's because my bedroom's a little empty um why why because i'm moving mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> she's so mad you guys real mad um and the less stuff that's here the more mad i get because <laughs> it feels real and i'm not into it it feels very real at the moment. Um, so I'm moving out west. I'm going to be working remotely. Also, that's Amanda that's talking, just so we're clear. I'm Amanda. That's Tefa. Mm-hmm. This is what's the point in case you didn't see whatever staying in New York. Like, logo <laughs> you're, you clicked on. This is what's the point. You should probably, if you're listening to a podcast, know what look show at the you're name. listening just to. Just look at it. That's not on There's us. There's a big picture anytime you're listening to <laughs> exactly. a podcast. Um, yeah, so I'm So we're in an out. empty echoey room. <laughs> and Someone's madder than the other. Both I'm of just, us are drunk. We're drunk. I'm sad. She's mad. Everything is bad. Um, <laughs> um, Doesn't this make you want to listen to the rest <laughs> of the episode? Can you hear me? I'm like, I feel like I can't hear me. Oh, I can okay. hear you, girl. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, oh, hold on. Are my headphones on? Okay. They're so, up now. They're all great. <laughs> can you hear me? I can hear you. Great. Okay, great. Um, so I'm moving out west because my family's out there and, um, I get sick in the winter and it kind of (laughs) blows like real sick, not just like 24 hour flu shit. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to be like working remotely and sort of traveling around. I'm going to be like in and out of LA, um, which I'm going to make her report on all the shows and things happening out west. Yeah. And uh, don't don't think that this podcast <laughs> yeah. is going away. Don't get panicked. It's not. It might be a little bit of a hiatus, but we're not going anywhere. Um, yeah, we're just gonna figure out how to do it by coastal. Cause yeah, people do that. I hear that that's a thing. Yeah, and I haven't googled it yet. So, and I know people do it. I Look, just don't know how. We've been busy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, we'll get there. We'll Google things. <laughs> we'll figure it I out. I barely googled my story. I'm gonna cover today. Okay. Yeah. So I did it on the train between stops <laughs> when I had service. So yeah, we're we doing really get well there. Um, so we will figure it out. We will bring this podcast back. We just aren't quite sure when, but it won't be too long. We promise. We um, have like a year between last year and this year. Yeah, almost probably nine months. I guess. Yeah. yeah. So, so maybe a little longer less. than that. <laughs> no, we went two different directions. We said that you different need to get. Things. You need to. Yep. <laughs> We are not same brain in this episode. <laughs> we're not playing that fucking game. We're too drunk for that, I think. Um, we <clears> were <throat> drinking previously, and we're going to keep drinking because we're going to play. I still think you take the cake on drunk. What? I'm just madder. 
you're madder, yeah. I'm drunker. Right. Oh, okay, that's true. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's the deal. Um, Look, I don't cope well with change, okay? <laughs> and for the listeners that also don't cope well with change, everything's going to be fine. If I'm going to be fine, you're going to be fine. I just need to be mad for a little bit, and then I'll be over it. You are going to be fine, and everyone else is going to be fine, and I'm going to be fine, and everyone's going to be fine. You can tell that I'm drunk. <laughs> Get to the point. <laughs> um, while we're at it, to... Amanda's crying, for those of you that can't see. <laughs> I just want to expose her. Um, while we're at it, to add to our wind down, or to add something funny to our wind down... Um, please do. Because this part is boring. Um, I've been, like, holding this story back as a as a wind down piece because we were not saying that I was moving it <laughs> but um what's been really funny is that so I'm like staying at my dad's house for a while and um I think my dad has like decent anxiety around me moving there or just in general like I've noticed it other times why just because like being close to your family or no I think he just is like like, I get anxious about, like, details and stuff, so I understand where it's coming from. But he just, like, like two months ago, he was like, well, how many boxes are you shipping to me? And I was like, I don't know. I haven't packed all the stuff, as many boxes I, as it takes. Can I tell you a thing? <clears throat> so uh, when I left Florida and moved to New York, I had an apartment. It was so much huger than my place in New York <laughs> and uh, just because cost of living. And uh, I had a whole place. I had like a, a large bedroom, a living room, a kitchen, a study, a washer and dryer, a view of the pool. Like shit, dude. Yeah, it was insane. And still less than I pay for one bedroom in New York. And um, when I moved, I had so much shit. And um, my mother uh, offered to take some of my things and store them and send them to me when I was ready. Um, she still has all of those things. Huh, cool. And when I ask her for stuff, denies that she has it. <laughs> cool. So I, um, yeah, I think that it's a different situation, but my that advice for people <laughs> is just don't give your parents your things because you won't get them back. Yeah. Well, I'm paying for the storage unit it's going in. Oh, it's going so. in a storage unit. I don't know what yeah, the yeah, fuck yeah. she did with it. Well, my dad was anxious about how much stuff oh, could fit in their house. Right, right. And I was like, okay. But like, you're I'll like, pay Dad, for... you have a house. What yeah. do you do? I just hit it's everything like a... that is on this table. <laughs> it's like a small house. And I was like, okay, we can. He was like, but we can get a storage yeah, unit. Small house. Yeah. Not in New it's York a, is a literally and then, <laughs> and then literally this week I was like so I sent the three larger boxes to my sister in Denver because it was a little bit cheaper because my dad is further west than that. Um and so I was like, so I sent these boxes to Brittany and I'll pick them up. Like I'm definitely visiting my nephew soon, so I'll grab the boxes then. And he was like, Well, are you sure those three boxes would fit in your car? And I was like, 
yeah <laughs> like I would I know sent that them. yeah like I packed them and I was like for context all 12 boxes fit in our friend's SUV the other day to bring them to the post office and he was like oh then it's fine and I was like yeah you're like worrying about nothing because what I'm telling you is New York, like, if you can take it out of a New York apartment and send it anywhere, yeah. if it's in a house. Like, I swear to God, I promise you, yeah. this it's is not like something not I'm making up. It's a lot of stuff. It's not yeah. like me moving a large-ass place anywhere. Like, yeah. New York and then I was so like, fucking tiny. I was like, my workplace sent a monitor. So <laughs> oh, I'm no. I'm so allergic to fall. And, like, my eyes and nose just, like, keep itching. Oh, I have eye drops. I can give them to no. you on the break. Um, I hate for allergies. I know, no, I know it's good for you, but I don't. I have to be like held down, and you have to like ninja them into my eyes, like, like on, <laughs> Rachel on Friends. Yes, um, exactly. Like I am. Okay. They will end up more on you than they will on me. Like I <laughs> noted. Okay. I, I know that they help, but I I can't do it. I'm not good at it. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, that's been real fun to deal with. Um, as I'm like moving all my stuff across the country, I'm Isn't like not only great. dealing with my own anxiety and stress, I'm like trying to quell my parents' anxiety and being like, no, like it's gonna be fine because I planned for this. <laughs> and also, don't worry. <sighs> I know that's the thing is like when I moved to New York, my dad was literally like, like I came up here, I. I got a job interview. I got a plane ticket for that interview. I came to a neighborhood I knew I already wanted to live in. So I took like, you know, looked at apartments and like price ranges and like toured neighborhoods just to kind of figure out what, what I was like looking for and what I wanted to do. And he he just kept being like, I can't believe you figured out how to do all of this. And I was like, I don't, understand why that's my dad is also still surprised by that yeah and i think just parents are always generally like how are you an adult (laughs) how did you fucking figure this out you're not asking me for money every day (laughs) or help like yeah yeah, like exactly um parents are weird about that shit yeah Yeah. fun Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. do you have a wind down now that we've covered the i wrote one down that i said i wasn't gonna say but here's the thing i don't give a fuck um so say that can shit. i say three things three, say three two things. really short things and then my real wind down okay first short thing okay first short thing is uh so my dad apparently listens to this podcast which i did not think he was oh, gonna do that's very <laughs> and, nice i uh, kind of hoped he wouldn't because i say um a lot of fuck words and words <laughs> that my dad says that fuck i shouldn't words. say <laughs> Um, on a regular basis, every time I'm like still like go home and I'm talking to my dad and he's just like, I'll be like, Oh damn. And he's like, I really wish you wouldn't cuss around me. And I'm just like, I can't not like, I, this is who I am as a person. You that. need to accept it. We've gotten into fights over it. It's a whole thing. So when my, I was like kind of told him I was doing this. I didn't really tell him. I tried to be as vague as possible about the name. And he was just like, uh, I didn't think he listened. And then like, Last time I was home, he, like, casually mentioned, like, oh, I was listening to this one episode, and you mentioned to me, and I was like, oh, fuck, what did I say? I know and which episode that. <laughs> yeah, it was not about him telling me to be a fucking actress or get <laughs> off the stage. And so I was like, yep, you did do that, and he just, I don't know, he was fine with it, but um, it was weird. Uh, he also told me that his new girlfriend listens to it, too. <laughs> I was like, and this was before I met her, too, so I was like, 
oh, is this the right oh, way for she anyone knows to more be about you, you yeah. than you know about her. I don't like going into a situation no, like that. Me either. And what if I didn't like her and she's got the upper hand? Yeah. Ended up being very lovely and wonderful. So it's great. Yeah, yeah. Um, didn't judge me at all for my cuss words. Um, <laughs> secondly, a good woman. I did talk about this in one of our previous episodes, but I just think it's funny. I finally like came out to my parents about being a comedian because <laughs> I denied it for a long time, <laughs> pretended it wasn't happening. And then I was like, and I feel like this happens a lot when you first start doing things like comedy and acting like you don't want to tell people you're doing it because yeah. it's super vulnerable. It comes from this place of like, it means a lot to me. And when people judge me, I get really uncomfortable. And I just like, it's better if it's total strength strangers in an audience I like don't even yeah. really want my friends at shows I that I do yeah and so I finally told them like that I was doing it and um I don't, it's you know the typical reactions like some ants are like oh you think you're funny you know like here's a joke for you and like whatever and then you know there's other family members that are like just like now constantly tell me anything they think is funny and I'm like no that's standing in the line at the grocery store that's not funny yeah. you know what I mean like I'm like that's just a thing people do. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm glad you had a good time. I'm so glad you thought of me. It is so lovely. But also, you you don't have to write my jokes. Like, I'm going to figure it out. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, And I'm not trying to be an asshole. I just mean I think don't. every comedian goes through that right. at some point where and some I know. family member is like, hey, so this weird thing happened to me. And I feel like you could turn you it You could make it a thing. thing. And I'm yeah. like, no. That's not It's funny. actually nothing. And really, things are only funny from your perspective, typically. But Exactly. I don't know. I just, I also think that, like, especially when you come from, like, a family of not everyone, but there's certain people that, like, think they're hilarious. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, no, you're not funny. <laughs> like, oh, no. I don't think you're Oh, no, funny. you turned into a oh, Canadian. Oh, no, I, turned, I turned into I don't, I can't even do. <laughs> Canadian, eh? What? No, I don't know the that rest of the accent. pretty bad. Oh, You're no. too southern to What's try a northern accent. I, I wasn't trying to do a northern <laughs> accent. I also, so here's the thing. Is I am from the south, but I have family in Ohio, which is sometimes similar enough to a Canadian accent that people will, like, mistake it. And I'm like, yeah. I don't know where that word came from. <laughs> I actually, so I'm from Michigan, but I'm from the the lower peninsula, I wanted to be like, what? But then I was like, no, I wasn't that. Like, no. And also, so, it doesn't fucking matter. So the Upper Peninsula is like basically Canada. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I went to college and I was like in the library one day with like a group. And um, there's obviously like kids from all over the state. And someone is asking, does anybody have a bag? And we're like, what? <laughs> a what? And they're like, does anybody have a bag? <laughs> And like a like, bagel? Like a short... No, they meant a bag. <laughs> what? They were asking what for a bag. What kind of bag? Just a bag. Like a tote? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> and that was... <laughs> I was saying... I can't, I can't. A bag? A bag. <laughs> And I was like, what the fuck are you asking for? No, and they're like, great. like that, like a bag. <laughs> and I was like, oh, what a are they bag. pointing at? A tote bag? What I the don't fuck? know. They were pointing at some backpack. Like, like, is it a generic? I think they were term? asking for like a grocery bag. What? They were asking for a bag. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's. I really, I was and like, what is that? Like a, I, I think like, I said it. I was like, what is it? Like half a bagel? Really? Like, I was like, what's a. <laughs> 
a big, just, you know, can I, I feel like I'm going to go to the deli and be like, can I get a big? <laughs> a big with egg and cheese. Like, what? Okay. I don't, I don't think that's funny. Anyway. <laughs> it's a little funny. It's a little funny. I think it's funny. Um, yeah, I had to share that. So can I say, I don't know if I've ever said this before, but I went to, went to a training in Maryland, but it was like a national training. So there were people from all over the Maryland country. Maryland has an interesting. Oh, right. But these people were from Wisconsin. Oh, Wisconsin is and, really uh, Canadian. Uh-huh. And every time, I swear to God, we were like, you know how like when you meet people that are like for conferences or whatever. So you're like in this group and uh, there were these two guys that went everywhere together. And uh, every every single time you'd just be talking to them, like whatever, every time there's a lull in the conversation, the one guy would just go, so anywho. <laughs> I would fucking die every time he said it. We were like, what are you doing? Oh my God. And I was like, I did not know people said that. Like, I did not know. I thought it was something that people said to make fun of people. Like, I didn't know it's that you real. could say it. And now, even still, I found it so funny. I died laughing every time he did it. And to this day, if there's like a lull in the conversation, I'll just be like, mm, so anywho. <laughs> like, it's only funny to me because people are like, why are you saying that? You have to say it with the accent. Oh, too. yeah. So, so anywho. <laughs> yeah. Right. It's not funny if you're just like, so anywho. Uh, no, that's boring. Um... Oh my God. Before we I'm wrap this now. up, Jesus. I know. Ugh. Before we wrap this up, I would like to bring this back to New York accents and just say that as I leave Can New I York. Can I say? What? No. Tell your <laughs> thing first. I'm interrupting and you go first. As I leave New York, I'm taking some New York words with me. A bagel? No, it didn't work. That didn't work at all. <laughs> um, I say horrible instead of Ew. horrible. 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 It's very harsh and Long Islandy. It's very Long Island, um, and coffee. Mm. It's it's not. I was gonna quite say Long Island. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but it's a little. Bit. It's definitely York. I would say I say coffee now, which is more, and I'm like more cognizant Co- of it, so I'm not doing it well. Yeah, but I do say coffee, like, like coffee, and so I. It's not the did straight not do that coffee right that I <laughs> that I did when I was living in the south and moved here and everybody could know that I was not from here mm-hmm. and um excuse me I definitely still don't have a New York accent but a lot of my southern has faded substantially <clears throat> excuse me and um certain words like coffee which I'm like I know I'm thinking about a lot now as I'm saying I know I'm like now I can't do it now but that you're saying it it like hard. slips out and then I I remember one time um I'd been in New York for about a year and I said, I was like, oh, did you see that dog? <laughs> I just went, what happened? Who talks like that? I was like, I don't know where that came from. I've never said dog like that. I said dog. And I was like, what? I was like, I've never said that. I don't know where that came from. They were like, you're not from here. Don't talk like that. I was like, I wasn't trying to. It just happened. Yeah. It was a whole thing. Wow. That's so you beautiful. do pick up accents. Yeah. Um, speaking of accents. So New York. Here's my wind down. That was for real. <laughs> Um, I didn't talk about anything I wanted to talk about. Okay. So have you seen Fleabag? Not yet. Oh my God. I know. Don't yell at me. You're going to have so much time. Yeah. Um, I'm going to watch it. Listen. Okay. 
It's so fucking good. And it's so good in like a very British way, right? So I love British shows. And also it's it's the same thing that I always have with British shows is that I'm never into it until like three episodes in and then I am committed for the rest of the series. I didn't know it was British. It is. It's like, well, it's on Amazon, but they do like a in like as they started they're like in conjunction with bbc like it's like a god yeah and also everyone has a fucking british accent so like it's the british <laughs> right that probably <laughs> makes it, it british yeah. yeah um also i will say there was a scene um i think i just watched the finale there's a scene with a fox which tells you nothing about the episode it doesn't give anything away mm. there's like a fox whatever that shows up and i was like weird because like when i was in london my sister and i were walking through um where was it it was near hyde park circus no it it wasn't it was near hyde park um maybe kind of near notting hill but i don't think we were quite to notting hill anyway i don't know the geography doesn't matter (laughs) we're walking through (laughs) the fucking city streets of london just outside hyde park and which is like their version of like Central Park. And I swear to God, I like looked down this alleyway between these two houses and there's a fucking fox standing there. And I was like, uh, I like grabbing sister. I was like, that's a fox. And she like looks and she goes, yep. And then we just like kept walking. Yeah. It was probably 10 at night or in the morning or who knows. And um, I was just like, I didn't like what I was like, that's so fucking crazy. But then I, I looked it up. don't understand the wildlife of no me either i was just like that's weird and people were like you saw a fox in the city center and i was like oh is that weird and people said yes but then there was one on fleabag and then i googled it and apparently there's like a shit ton of them in london yeah wow so fun fact they're accurate of london um yeah, but so it's really fucking good. I watched probably the first three episodes. I was doing something else, as I always am. And then I just couldn't do anything else. Like, I was just like, I want to watch nothing else but Fleabag. And I finished the first two seasons in, like, a day and a half. Wow. Like, over a couple periods where I should have gone to bed earlier. Everyone loves it. I will say, while we're on the subject of British television on Amazon, uh, you should also check out Catastrophe. I've already seen it. Fuck, I haven't finished it yet. <laughs> but it's really good. It's so good. Oh, I loved it. I Sharon got, is great. Oh, my God. Uh, I watched the whole, like, I, I started watching it during, it had just gone into season two when I started watching it. And so um, I was just like, what is this? It's so, I don't even beautiful. know. I wish I could, like, pinpoint it. But British television is so different. Yeah. And I think that in it's a, a lot of ways, it's a drier generally. So much drier. And having grown up watching a lot of British television, I think that that's why I love it so much. Yeah. I'm just like, oh, this is more familiar and more reminiscent of like the humor in my family <laughs> growing up. And um, yeah, also, I, I just, yeah, I loved it. It's slower. It takes more time to get into. And then once you're in, you're just like, I, it's so dry and witty and it's just fucking yeah. wonderful. Yeah. And even like the s- situations that they get into, you're just like, I can't, I can't. Yeah. And there's like, ugh, I don't want to spoil it. But there's like, mm, I'm gonna do just a smidge. Um, so f- skip like 30 seconds. But <laughs> there's this one part where she like, it, like her priest comes over and she's like expecting this guy that she's hooking up with to come over. So she puts on a coat pretending to have just gotten home. And then answers the door, and it's the priest, and she's just like, she does this thing during the show. I've heard about the hot priest on Fleabag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He comes, well, obviously, that's part of, like, the, um, why it's great, (laughs) because it's not, like, some priest that, like, who gives a fuck, like, he's, like, hot and whatever. Um, 
<clears throat> but so she uh, she does this thing throughout the show, which it was weird to me at first and I didn't like, but she'll like look at the camera and do like sort of like a, uh, like in a documentary style, you know how like in like the office where they're like, oh, and here's what was happening. You know what I mean? But she'll just like be in the scene and then turn and talk to you, which is like kind of jarring at first, oh. but it's great because she can provide like great narrative in a fun and interesting way. Like it's not like yeah. they're like stopping the show or she's talking voiceover. Like it's like she like. My first thought is like House of Cards, Kevin Spacey, when oh, he turns to bit. the camera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little. Should actually. I like bleep out Kevin Spacey? I don't know the protocol. <laughs> Probably. It's a dirty word now. We don't say it in 2019. But that's, that's when you describe it, that's what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. That actually, that makes sense. It's a little bit more, I would almost say more jarring because it's more comedic. And so mm. when it happens, you're like, what like it's yeah but it is very reminiscent of that anyway so she's in a coat the priest comes over and she's just like telling the camera like i can't take this off because i'm not wearing anything under this coat and he's just like are you hot do you want to take your coat off she's like no no (laughs) and i just fucking love that it's amazing watch fleabag you won't regret it that's so great (sighs) i want to watch it as soon as i move um, While you're moving, who cares? Do it. Sure. Watch it on the plane. You can I'm download be, shit off Amazon. That's great. I'm going to be drunk on the plane probably. FYI. My flight's at 6 in the morning. You um, can't not be drunk while you watch Fleabag. In fact, I think it would enhance it. I don't know about that. I like whatever. Okay. Anyway, before we break, I just want to say one thing. As we're talking about like finding your way in comedy, whatever, um the point of this podcast um it's not a ladder it is a jungle gym that (laughs) (laughs) and (laughs) i just want to say like my quote was from lean in (laughs) my point what i'm gonna say i'm already drunk i'm just gonna keep interrupting (laughs) you because i'm angry all i want to say is like do what you need to do for your life there are comedy and acting opportunities tell me these things i'm gonna cry (laughs) like they're anywhere you you want to go and and you can find them if you're determined enough so do what you need to do with your life you don't have to be in new york you don't have to be in la you don't have you can go to those places but you can still do it wherever you are there and there's also stuff everywhere else so and actually more than ever people are taking like online submissions for things and video recordings and like more than ever before exactly just fucking start a podcast listen listen (laughs) If you tell us that you listened to this, if you can quote my thing about Fleabag and the Sheryl Sandberg thing, tell them it's from that episode. <clears throat> tell us it's from that episode. I'll listen to your fucking podcast. You just have to tell me. Yeah. I'm going to need to hear quotes. Great. And I'll listen. Same. Okay. So start your podcast. Uh, record your reel on your own. I know people say this all the time. Get your friends together. Do some shit. Record it. Yeah. Honestly, you can use it. <laughs> yeah. I know it sounds cheesy or you think it's not good enough. It doesn't fucking matter. Just keep submitting it until you f- get something. Exactly. There's so many things that, like, I've applied for stuff on Backstage, which is a, um, like, an acting resource or whatever to apply for things. And I was not getting anything. I self-recorded a monologue in my bedroom. It's not yeah. well done. It's not even my best monologue. But the fact that I had a video, I started getting auditions, right? So it's like, Hell yeah. you just have to fucking do it hell yeah don't as amy poehler says great people do things before they're ready that's right 
So just do it. Take a deep breath and fucking do it. Yeah. <gasps> Can I say one more thing? Yeah. Speaking of that, no, I'm so serious. Okay. So I just did a show. It was one of my first shows in a long time. And um, I was really, I was really fucking nervous because I took a break for a while. I was doing stand up. I was doing other things. And then um, I went and started doing open mics. And I will say my first open mic out the gate was awful because <laughs> honestly, sometimes open mics just are. And I was yeah. trying some new shit. It, it didn't work. But honestly, my old shit didn't work either. I think it was on like, honestly, the room, everyone was done. No one was laughing at anyone. It was a shit show. Um, it was very late <laughs> in Brooklyn whatever and I was just like this I was like shaking because I hadn't done it in so long yeah it's getting over that first one whenever right? you take a break it feels like going back to the gym it's the, it's embarrassing you're like I used to be able to do yeah. that you're like and I then, was thin once too <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to talk about the gym I gotta do one thing at a time and uh I gotta work one thing at a time and yeah so then I but I what was crazy is I went back and actually watched some of my old stand-up videos. And when I did that, I was like, oh, no, I look more confident in this than I ever felt. And it gave yeah. me the confidence to go back up oh, and do it, right? Nice. So then I went to more open mics and just kept doing them. And I got so much more confident. And it felt great. Yeah. And just do things before you're ready. Just yeah. fucking do it. And sometimes you're going to fall on your ass or your face or both. And other times you're going to be like, you're going to watch the video back and you're going to be like, actually, that was kind of fine, it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I do know. Okay. I thought you were going to say more. Say something profound? No, I had nothing. I just was talking and hoping it would get there. Okay. So, so just do arch. it. And okay. we're Nike now. Okay, we're taking a break. <laughs> I... Are you sick of having phone service everywhere you go? Are you ready to pay more and get less? It's time to make the switch to Verizon Wireless. Yes, you may have heard of us before. Perhaps you've overheard conversations where we've been called the devil and worse than T-Mobile. And those people are right. Here at Verizon, we're looking to simply steal your money and give you nothing in return. We're not like those other soft companies that started offering you Netflix accounts. We just want your money. And we're transparent about that. Come in today to lock yourself into a contract with us where you'll be cursing the day you signed it until you're dead and buried. Need a new phone? Not until your two years is up. Want little freebie perks? Get a life. Want better service? Rotten hell. Literally. We can arrange that for you. And if you ask us for unlimited data one more time, we will murder you. For real. If you want to give us your money to reserve your place in the deepest circle of hell, come into the store today. We will assist you after an inappropriate wait time and rude customer service. You're going to go first because you have printout. Okay, now we're recording. Okay, listen. So we told you in the first part. That we were drunk seeds, but we did it with purpose. Wait, can I, can I just say that during the break, Teva said apple couple? No, I said <laughs> applicable, and everyone heard me wrong. Not my fault. She said apple couple. Nope, said applicable. I also said the word moniker, which is a big word for me, and um, I used it wrong, but that's not the point. So... Mm -hmm. Thanks for sticking it out. Uh, um, 
I will I will go down fighting <laughs> this apple couple. Fuck you. <laughs> Maybe I stuttered. We don't I'm know. I'm drunk. Yeah. But I still heard sober. <laughs> like I said, we did this with purpose. Okay. Uh, so we decided for you for the season two finale. Drum roll, please. That was terrible. Uh, thank you, though, for backing me up and supporting either way. Uh, try. <laughs> so we decided to bring you our very own version of Drunk History. Uh, and we That's shall right. cover two separate stories, one more researched than the other. And because someone yeah. did their homework and not me. Oh, my God. Also, but you she's... just raised your arm and I remembered a thing we have to tell people. <laughs> what do we have? To... Oh, shit. Yeah. OK. So sorry, Dad. Um, <laughs> listen. I'm going to keep drinking. OK. Uh, so we said before that we were going to get tattoos. And um, last weekend, we did that. We did that thing. Yep. And we can't show them to you because this is a podcast, but (laughs) (laughs) we will put pictures on Instagram. We'll show, uh, we were, so I'll tell a little bit of the story. Uh, we called several places. Um, we were beaching in Long Island and we called this place, uh, that we did a lot of research on. We didn't want to get gangrene. Um, so Yeah. Uh, we researched some reputable places, and then we went to uh, – we called, and they were like, oh, we have availability after, like, 4.30 or whatever because they had a big appointment. Um, Actually, they said they didn't have availability. And right. They, they, they would might call after. us right, right, right. if something changed. Right. So we go to brunch. It happens to be unlimited, and we're like, fuck it. We'll get mimosas yeah. and just fucking drink. It was $15 for like unlimited, unlimited. mimosas. So we're like, Which is like yes. if you order two, it's worth it. Yeah. So we're like, great. Order mimosas. And then immediately I get a call and they're <laughs> as like, as soon as the guy walks away. So this long session that was supposed to happen today is canceled and we have availability now. Mm-hmm. And we're like, great, great timing. We just great got everything. two hour unlimited brunch. Yeah. Um, so we're like, cool is yeah an hour from now cool so we can get a little toasted but not too much because yeah. we're getting tattoos now so we ate breakfast we drank like two mimosas um and then went and got tattoos and they're super great they're of pineapples as we mentioned before yeah it's a theme that we both love um we always play out of a pineapple jar on this podcast because we've both stolen pineapple cups from bars that we will not name no nope. we bleeped that out right <laughs> nope we sh- need to we didn't say the bar name yeah we did when because our guest was like this bar and we were like was it this season oh yeah oh then i think I we just didn't get to it yeah, yeah. my bad we had anything. but uh make sure we bleep because <laughs> we did steal those cups do you know which guest i want to say Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. She was I'll like, this bar? And we were like, mm, maybe. Okay, so I'll edit that later <laughs> okay. and I'll bleep it out. Uh, just make sure it happens. Anyway, uh, so we just have a thing for pineapples and also from... That's right. Yeah. My perspective, they're a symbol of Southern hospitality. I don't have that She's perspective. She's not into that, but you know what? We both have our own reasons. 
I don't really put a lot of thought into my tattoos. Tefa drunkenly said to me, let's get tattoos of pineapples. And I said, yes. And also I wanted one way like before. Yeah. And was talked out of it. And then I was like, you know what? I still want it. So here's I the wanted thing. something Do to it, be like be basic. the end of get what you New want. York. I got one at the end of college. And then I was like, I feel like I should get one at the end of New York. And um, that seemed appropriate because I just get them and people are like, want to do it. I'm like, duh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like I've been asking people to do it with me. And I was making like, like my last tattoo, I also didn't think through. Like people are like, you should wait like a year and really sit on it before you decide. And I like, nah. I was getting one with my college roommate and she was like, I like this. And I was like, that looks cool. Great. Now it's on you forever. That was it. And, and I it's mean, fine. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, kind of both times, like somebody was like, oh, I like this design, but like I had a kind of a more thought out process for my first one. And somebody was like, oh, I like this design better, whatever. Saw an inspiration and then edited my idea off that. And then for this one, you showed me like a, like, hey, I like this design. I was like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like that was I it. I just there wanted was no... like a little simple pineapple guy. Oh my God, it's so cute. We're going to put and pictures then, on Insta. Yeah. Check it out if you and haven't already. And then the already. guy like drew his own and, and it was, it was even beautiful. better. It was so much better than the other one. He ones. put the little thing on that shows you so you can like say yes or no. And I was yeah. just like, he was like, you don't want to move it? I was like, no. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm down. It looks it was so like good. Fine. I was. We got them in the same place. We did. So I, I like wanted it behind my ear, and they were like, "So it won't fit there." And I was like, "So on my neck," and they were like, "Don't do that. Don't be an idiot." And I was like, <laughs> "Well, they were okay. also like, well, you don't unless you have like full sleeves. We, we're not doing yeah. neck tattoos." And I was like, "I think those must be intense." Yeah. So and I was like, "You right, you right." Um, <laughs> Speaking of which, I saw a guy on a train on the train today that had his whole the front of his neck down, and I was just Oof. like, "They yeah. must have given you shit at the tattoo shop." Even like your chest, my chest would seem worse than my neck for some, like the back of my neck. Um, whatever. I wish you could see my face. <laughs> anyway, um, just yeah. Cool. So they were like, "No," and I was like, "Okay, I'll just get it on my arm, like Tefa, but like a little bit higher." And then I saw hers, and I was like, "Cause it like looks so good." She was and like, I was oh like, my God, "Same." No, I want it lower. Um, <laughs> and then I was like, I was making a lot of last minute decisions because I like I wanted it in the back of my neck because it would be like less noticeable, and I could like show it when I wanted to, whatever. I just like that, and I, the one that I have is like on the inside of my ankle. It's not very noticeable, and I like that about it. It's just like sort of there, and I forget that it's there. Um, and so I was like, okay, I'll do like the inside of my arm. That's cool. Um, and then I liked her placement that was lower and I was like, cool. And I was like, you know what? I feel like I want like brown ink or something, something that's a little bit less noticeable. Not that I like care, like I don't care, but yeah, but oh my God. So the guy was like, okay, we, okay. And so I was like (laughs) weird about it. And then like pulls out this like burnt orange (laughs) and is like, brown and she's like yeah that one and I was like and then he's just like you don't want to see the other browns and she's like no and I was like we want to see the other browns (laughs) give us the other options so he pulls out like more colors the one she picked is great looks great um and he warned you it was gonna but I think it'll fade yeah yeah he warned you that it was gonna like look like a henna tat and you were like I don't care and I was like whatever just don't pick that burnt yeah. orange like he was like, like he was like this looks like a henna tattoo forever and i was like okay yeah 
and it's I was not. like, like you what can do you judge want? me yeah. for it? And he was like, I will. And I was like, great. <laughs> yeah, because, you know, tattoo shop people are, like, hardcore and whatever. And we're like, can we have little pineapples? Yeah, like, I was like, can I have something that's not as noticeable? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And something, like, yeah, yeah. like, super small. And I it looks great. <laughs> yeah. I'm into it. Actually, I love my, I, like, I keep saying it and being like, I fucking love this. Like, I love it, too. So cute. It's better yeah. than I would have thought. Like, honestly, it's better than – it turned out better than I thought it was going to. I know. That guy was a great artist. Actually, um, yes. Yeah. I wish we could shout out the shop, but I don't remember the name, and I'm drunk. Um, His name was Ronan. His name was Ronan. Expect some shit He's from him. He's in Long Beach. There's only a couple shops, so Google it. There's, like, three shops on Long Beach. We can probably put a link on the thing. Not Long Beach, California, to be clear. To be uh, clear. Great. Okay. With Are we that, <laughs> we're drunk. We're going to share some stories with you. Amanda's going to go first because she's the drunkest. Um, I'm going to be Derek Waters and ask you some fucking questions. Uh, we're playing drunk history. We are. I don't know if we said that. We did. And um, we are going to tell you drunk history stories about comedy and uh, specifically women that change comedy because that is our fucking brand. Also, did I tell you I yeah. love that dress you're wearing? I have one similar color and I'm just like into it. Thank you. It's, okay. It's my Janet dress. <gasps> um, with my necktie. TBT. Shirt. Okay. It's going to be my She's Halloween not wearing the necktie. It Ew. better be. It's so good. It's such a good costume. I have to use that at least five times. <laughs> I, I went from three to five as I was saying it. And okay. I'm drunk. Yeah. Okay. All right. So let's hear your story. What, is, um, um, Amanda, mm. tell us your name and uh, who the story that you are covering today. I'm Amanda and I'm telling you about Mae West. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, who's Mae West and what did she do? Oh my god. Get ready. Okay. I'm going to drink wine while you do this because I'm so far behind you. You need to catch up. Um, Mae West is a fucking icon. Um, in fact, the American Film Institute named her the 15th among the greatest female stars of classic American cinema. Um, when? I don't know. Okay, I just know what that is. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm reading notes. Drunk. This is what I have. Um, one second. Okay. So, um, Mae West was uh, famous for her double entendres. Um, Serious question. When did, when about was Mae West happening? Because I know this name. I'm not super familiar with so, this name she was born in 1893. Shit. 1893. That was two That's centuries right. ago. Um, and I think. before I don't know it was, maybe. Um, before I turn this page, I, I'm reading her Wikipedia, obviously. Um, I, <laughs> I want to read one. Of, I have more quotes of hers because she's a fucking genius. Okay. Um, but she said, I believe in censorship. I made a fortune out of it. Oh, I I knew that quote. I love it. I loved that paper throw that didn't go well. It folded as she threw I it forgot, and just went straight down. I forgot that I printed on the back and side. You, the back side. <laughs> okay, here's the thing. I see a lot of writing. Can you paraphrase that? Yeah, I starred things. Okay. One second. Because TBH, I don't want to hear anything anything that much so, <laughs> so many pages um, your words are little is the other thing so i just want to point out that may west wikipedia starts out with early life career in jail <laughs> <laughs> 
I love that already. Um, and she was born in Kings County, New York. Bushwick or Greenpoint? I was going to say, know. that's Brooklyn, baby. Yeah. Um, she's from here, which is cool. Oh, my God. What a beautiful um, ending for your New York Yeah. Time. She began performing professionally in vaudeville in the whatever company. Where is that? Uh, New York? Vaudeville, New York? In vaudeville, like, um, <laughs> style. I don't know what that is. <laughs> Could you tell me? No. <laughs> All right. I'm a good I don't it. have that While you're talking. Because um, I also sound like a fucking idiot now. Thank you. <laughs> Learn your shit. I'm sorry. I'm just in a bad mood. So she was 14 in 1907. I googled vaudeville. It's a type of entertainment popular chiefly in the U.S. in the early 20th century. Appropriate for May West, featuring a mixture of specialty acts such as burlesque comedy and song and dance. Oh, all the things. So she's like OG musical comedy. Um, Oh my god, I didn't know that's been around forever. And her stage name was Baby May. And her mom was a super stage mom. Think toddlers and tiaras. Or Kris Jenner. Or that. Um, And then in uh, 1918, she finally got, like, her breakout role opposite Edwin. um, I'm sorry, Edwin or Ed? Edwin um, in a Broadway show. Um, What was the role? I, you're asking so many <laughs> questions. I'm, I'm trying sorry. to give like an overview because there's so much to give. Okay, to. I will stop interrupting. <laughs> Just, I'm an interrupter. That's my game. Um, <sighs> okay. And then her first starring role on Broadway um, was a play she wrote in 1926. And I'm it was so proud of her. Titled Sex. I knew that. In 1926. And it was like, it got, it got censored, right? Right? Like it got, and there were a lot of places that wouldn't show it. She got, a, is that it what she did. got arrested for? Yes. Okay. So I knew that. that's where the jail part comes in. Got it. So life, career, jail. I need more alcohol. <laughs> so eventually, the city, like it, actually did really well, um, but the city was sure, not on board. Because want to know a fun fact? People yep. are into sex. Yeah. That's a thing. Even in the 1920s. People are into, even then. Yeah. It's not a new thing, sex. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but been happening. some little assholes decided they were not into sex, apparently. Probably the same ones that were into the fucking prohibition. Yeah. Um, and they... Was that before or after? I'm looking at 26 during? I think it... I know it has something to do with 28, um, but I don't know if it was overturned. I don't know. I have the hiccups. Oh, yeah. That's during Prohibition. The prevention of uh, the manufacture and sale of alcohol in the U.S. between 1920 and 1933. So this is during the Prohibition, which is like when people were fucking into prohibiting things. (laughs) Like sex and alcohol. Probably even regular drugs. I have the hiccups. <laughs> <laughs> the most drunk history thing of all. Can I pause it? <laughs> oh, yes, please, because I fucking hate hiccups. 
makeups are mysterious. I hate them. So anyway, she produces this play <laughs> called Sex. Ugh, sex. And then the city arrests her and the New cast York city. for it. That's right. Here's the thing about New York City is you think they're progressive. Sometimes they're they just not. They ain't. Um, so they arrest her and the cast for it. And they say, so you can pay a fine or you can spend 10 days in jail. And she goes, I'm going to spend the 10 days in jail because that's free publicity, baby. Also, smart business lady. One. Yeah. Great publicist. Two, 10 days in jail, free food, free sleeping. In New York, that's a commodity. Yeah. Um, she also got out days. after eight days on good behavior because... Oh, my God, she fucking she, did. Like, she, um, she, like, hung out with the guards or something. I don't remember. Listen, ladies, you <laughs> catch more flies with honey. Yeah. <laughs> so... <laughs> Be a fucking lady and sweet and schmooze those guys. And, like, honestly, if she had a play called Sex, she was probably and, like, did. I don't know. It seems like a, like, even how Vaudeville mentions burlesque comedy, she's probably into just being nice and sensual. Yeah. You know? Um, Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. And so, and she was smart. She was, like, her whole career is based on shock value. Like, Lady Gaga wouldn't exist without her because shock value was she was the first woman to do it. So she was like, yes, I'm going to spend 10 days in jail because it's going to be hella free publicity yeah. for my show um, called Sex in 1926. Um, During Prohibition, everyone. Yeah. So and then her next play was called The Drag, which was about drag, drag queens. queens. Um, I, and it, it never got to Broadway. It was shut down. Can I say a couple point. nights ago? We yeah. Went, we went to Stonewall. We saw Scott's show. We did. And a yes. drag queen scared the shit out of me. Were you there for that? Yeah. She like, I don't know why, but like fucking snuck up below like a bar stool. And I was just like, what? Like <laughs> people freak out. And then my reaction was to just hug her because I was like, thank you for not being a creep. Yeah. Like, I yeah. Why? But I was just so scared. And then I was so relieved. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. All right. I'm going to stop interrupting your story. I'm going to let you tell it. <laughs> Tefa um, out. Anyway. Um, so they they made this show like not open basically the the city officials um and she said the city fathers begged me not to bring the show to new york because they were not equipped to handle the commotion it would cause which i love um well-behaved women rarely make history is this the yeah. episode where we just quote people maybe um i have a lot of quotes of hers separately I'm done with quotes. Um, <laughs> that's not a, a Mae West quote, and I don't know where it comes from. I want to say Marilyn Monroe. Yeah. I don't know. Um, also, Marilyn Monroe would not be a thing without Mae West. No, and also I'm listening um, to... Go ahead. <laughs> okay, so Mae West, she... Can you spell Mae for me? M-A-E. Okay. Not like the month. Like no. the lady. Yeah. So, um... 
She gets a deal from Paramount Pictures um, to start making movies, basically. That's the one with the lion, Um, yes. Sure. I don't know. Um, And she was in her 40s at this time. (gasps) Ooh. What a saucy lady. Yeah. Literally. (gasps) I'm so, oh my God. I'm so impressed. Like, don't. Still in prohibition. in her 40s. I bet she was drinking the shit out of some scotch at night getting this shit she knew the people who could get it you know what i'm saying yeah she's smoking cigarettes she's drinking scotch before bed yeah so she gets cast in a film called night after night um and it's starring a man named george raft and um at first she didn't really like her part and so they allowed her to rewrite her lines um So she was allowed to rewrite her scenes, and in her first scene, a hat jack girl exclaims... I'm sorry. What what? is a hat jack girl? A hat check. Coat check. Whatever. I don't care. (laughs) It says hat check, but I... Can I I take your bag? Yeah. Your bag? Your bag? (laughs) Your bag? Am I doing it wrong? (laughs) Hat in the big? (laughs) So... So in the first scene that she had rewritten, um, this Czech girl, hat or coat, exclaims, goodness, what beautiful diamonds. And West replies, goodness has nothing to do with it, dearie. She wrote that shit. (laughs) I feel like she is like also paved the way for fucking Maggie Smith. Hell yeah. Because if anyone has dry, like, rot, is that the right word? Humor? I'm thinking of a rot iron phones, and I don't know why. Um, but just, like, dry fucking caustic humor. That's, like, one of my favorite lines in Downton Abbey is when um, she says, oh, fuck, I'm going to fuck up the line now because we're recording. But um, <laughs> she says something to the woman, whatever, and then... Um, Oh, I don't know the line. But she, the, it's like fucking, uh, what's his name's mom? <laughs> uh-huh. That guy's And then she's name. like, yeah. And then, but she's like, she hates her or whatever. So she says this line and she's like, the woman's like, oh, you, uh, I'm like nothing like that. Or, oh, oh, no. She said, I'll take that as a compliment. And then Maggie just goes, well, then you must have heard me wrong. <laughs> and I'm just like, fuck That's- yes. Literally Mae West. That's what I'm saying is like she Mae West is setting up these jokes that provide her with the, just like the witty like, oh, I'm sorry, dear. Goodness had nothing to do Should with I it. Should I stop like, and go into the quotes? Because there's like so many. Oh, my God. Do you want to? Yeah. Is this her story? Okay. So tell good. me the things and then wrap it up. Okay. Quote. I'm just I'm going to go through some of. Can I react at all? The quotes. Yes. Should I not? Um. Marriage is a great institution, but I'm not ready for an institution. She referring to being committed? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Save a boyfriend for a rainy day and another in case it doesn't rain. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Do not marry a man to reform him. That mm-hmm. is what reform schools are for. I'm sure very raunchy at the time. <laughs> I think so. Okay. All discarded lovers should be given a second chance, but with somebody else. (laughs) I think that's what that means. 
men are like linoleum floors. Mm-hmm. Lay them right and you can walk all over them for years. Ooh! <laughs> I'm a snap at that. Yes! <laughs> Oof! Between two evils, I generally like to pick the one I never tried before. Hmm. Damn girl. I like a courageous lady. You know what I'm saying? Like, when you think about 1920s, 1930s, yeah, crazy. Yeah. No, no, no. Um, I can't even... Like, I honestly... <laughs> can I just say, I cannot yeah. even fathom. So, my... I say this all the time. My grandma, like, every time I talk to her, um, she always does this thing, and it always makes me cry. <laughs> she's always, like... She's just, like... Like, I'm... She'll always be, like, I'm so glad that you're doing this. I'm so glad you're in New York. I'm so glad that you're, like off having a career and that you're trying things. And she's always like, it's just so amazing to me what women can do these days. Right. Because in her, what I did not even like, what I don't still understand is that like when she got married and she'll tell me this, she's like, when you got married, it was like, you either went to school and then you found a husband and you got married or you got a job and then you found a husband and then you quit your job. Like there was no, yeah. Like, you weren't having a career, right? So first off. And then secondly, like, what I did not know, and she doesn't really talk about it in, like, I've learned later and since and from other people around the same era, but, like, you couldn't open a bank account. You couldn't do things without a fucking husband's yeah. permission. And I'm just like, so you hearing this woman. You couldn't get a credit card until 1975. Isn't that bananas? What? Yeah. Like, I cannot even <laughs> fathom that, right? And so... Just hearing this woman be like, fuck you and fuck you. She's just like, I'm just like. Whatever. She doesn't what? give a shit. Who is this lady? Yeah. I fucking love her. She like paved the way for everybody. And I just, yeah, I felt the need to tell that story because I was like, how? Yeah. Like, I, I it's so hard to fathom. Yeah. Ugh. It's crazy. Okay. Tell me more. A man can I be short and dumpy and getting more. bald, but if he has fire, women will like him. Kind of fire. Funny. Like, passion. Everybody loves some passion. His mother should have thrown him out and kept the stork. Ooh. <laughs> if I had a nickel. I, I only like two kinds of men, domestic and imported. <laughs> That's all of them. There are so many I'm leaving out, by the okay, way. Okay, okay, okay. I know, I know. Um, Look it up, people. They're gorgeous. I'm single because I was born that way. Mostly I starred that one because it's a reference to Lady Gaga. Mm-mm. Hell yeah. Lady Gaga would not exist without Mae West. A hundred percent. So many others. I'm blown away. Um, you only live once, but if you do it right, once is enough. I've heard that one, and it's one of my That's fucking, fucking favorites. Um, women like a man with a past, but they prefer a man with a present. <laughs> Ooh, it's kind of dirty, May. Get it together. What are you doing? Um, is those... that a 1940s actress? <laughs> I can't do it. I think so. It. I'm working Should on I it. try one? Oh, my God, please. Those who are easily shocked should be shocked more often. Oh, you quit halfway through, I don't did. you? <laughs> I feel like it's like, those who are easily shocked. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. What's the rest um, of it? Should be shocked more often. Those who are easily shocked should be shocked more often. That's pretty good. Thank you. Um, to air is human, but it feels divine. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you went Southern with that. <laughs> southern. Yeah. And um, uh, that's accurate. I, I do love that quote. Yeah. 
He who hesitates is a damn fool. Mm-hmm. Um, that was... All right. of, of 50 quotes, I tried to start some. Okay. Um, so look at me in the eyes. Yeah. What is the rest of her life? How'd she die? What's her thing? So... I'm assuming she's dead if she was born in 1890. She is, <laughs> she is dead. Um, so she had a decent film career, but about halfway through, um, people started like, fuck, I'm so drunk. I don't know the word. <laughs> Censoring. Okay. Um, sen- there were like sen- more censorship initiatives sure. happening. Um, well, of course. Yeah, so prohibition got overturned. Senators could drink and like, again and go to war. As you can hear, and again, I'll say the double on time. I don't know how politics like work. Part of her brand. Um, so, can you explain for me what a double on time is? It's it's like something that sounds sexual <laughs> and is sexual, but like doesn't necessarily. If like the if shock and thing that we went through. face, it's not, but it also is. Kind of like a that's what he said. Yeah. Um, So that was like her brand, right? And so a lot of the censorship regulations that went into play um, hurt her. So um, I don't know if I said this, but so she had basically a deal with like Paramount and whatever... Um, production company she was working with like um, that she would write her own lines. Um, Yeah, you mentioned that. Yeah, so that was true until like the last film she was in. And then they wouldn't let her. Um, Yeah, and eventually they didn't let her and um, basically the censorship got to a point where like what she wrote wasn't funny anymore because it was so censored. So, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yes, I can totally that agree with paper that. falling. Um, yeah, so that's insane. Yeah, and so, so crazy. It's so sad, and it, I it, want to yeah. know more about her life. So everybody, look her up. You can do a you cheers can tribute to her. Yeah, we're big fans. Yeah, I'm gonna do the accent and an impression of her next time also, on something. I listened to the Probably Dirty Bits podcast um, that did like a three. I'm sorry, that's that's the Dirty Bits podcast. Dirty Bits. Um, and is they that did, a double entendre? Probably. Um, and they did a three part thing on May West. <gasps> Listen um, to it, and it's basically ladies and gents. It's basically her Wikipedia page. Um, <laughs> as they I learned, as I, was like, I I listened to the episodes <laughs> and I was like, "This is great!" Yeah. And then I read the Wikipedia page and I was like, "Oh, she did too." Yeah. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> didn't we fucking all? Okay. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> I also amazing. used one source for mine. She thing, was so like, she was the first person to like use, use a fucking trailblazer as like yeah. a source of income, basically. So, well, like, and I think that's why we picked we picked these topics, right? Because yeah, a, a comedy serves as a boundary pusher, right? And yeah. it has always, it will always. That's what it's about. It's like. You find lines and you fucking go past them and it makes comedy. And so much of laughter and comedy comes from shock value um, and yeah. just pushing the envelope. And hopefully you help change people's minds maybe, but also just create some laughter around stuff yeah. that's kind of fucking hard that nobody really wants to talk about. 
but it exists. Yeah. And May West. Look like, at us looking for a point. Any, any diva that you can think of. Mariah Carey. Sure. <laughs> like, they come from the fact that May Kim West. Kardashian. Yes, 100%. Like, it's because May West started this. Like, the, diva? Yes. Bad publicity, making good all, like, the, what's the yeah. saying that's like any press is good press yeah that was fucking her and what did i say before about her she said something about jail is this the first page i don't know you threw yeah. that one i'm drunk guys I don't <laughs> it's fine it's fine okay i believe in censorship i made a fortune out of it love it hell yeah she badass did. throw the paper that's right okay can we take a break so i can get more wine yeah, me too. We're back and we got more wine. Okay. So, um, oh, okay. So <laughs> I'm going to cover the story and here's the thing. Um, I half-assed all research I've ever done and, um, I am covering uh, the episode of Ellen where she comes out because yes. I think she's a comedian that changed history. She um, did. We all know I'm a huge fan of Ellen. And uh, here's, everyone should be. Here's the thing. I exclusively watched YouTube videos on the history. I didn't read a damn thing. And there's yeah. several things that they say years in which things happened. And I'm telling you now, I was like, I think they said 1997 it could have been 1996 or 1998 like i don't fucking know but i got the general years i'm just warning you <laughs> guys we're so busy we use, <laughs> we're so busy we use wikipedia we're um, so and youtube so <laughs> and then i not only used youtube but instead of cutting and pasting because you can't from words on a video um I paraphrased. <laughs> and as I mentioned before, I was on the New York City subway, specifically the two train. And we're drunk. No, the three train. I'm not it sure. I matter. took it in the wrong direction for a couple stops and got back on. <laughs> um, but I, uh, yeah, so I did it between service. My video was spotty. I had to go back to certain things. Look, we are committed to this podcast and to our learning. Are we right always? No. Nah. No. Okay. Look up the Wikipedia if you want Look up the, the Wikipedia. Also, there's some really great YouTube videos that are going to do this better and than me. And all the YouTube videos. All the YouTube videos. Okay. So are drunk. we ready? Yes. Okay. So, Ellen. <clears throat> Ellen. 1997. Again, if you don't know which Ellen we're talking about, by the way, get your shit together. Okay. I'm going to tell you. It's fine. <laughs> uh, Ellen comes out on TV on her sitcom. Uh, as her right. character, Ellen Morgan. That's right. But also, she's coming out as Ellen DeGeneres. Right? Yeah. At the same time. Doesn't it give you a chill? Okay. she's fucking Ellen. I know. But at the time, she was just Ellen. You know what I mean? She wasn't Ellen yet. Um, <laughs> thank you for appreciating. Okay. It's called The Puppy Episode. Because... Oh. Uh, when the writers decided it was time for her to have a relationship on the show, it had been on the air for four years. Um, she was a seemingly four years, four years and she had not had a relationship. No relationship. And wow. 
they said her character was asexual because she hadn't had a relationship. Um, so they said she needed to be in a relationship. When the writers pitched the idea to the network that she should come out, they su- suggested instead she should get a puppy. Yeah. So. I'm staring blankly I at know. Her. She's just like, like, what um, the fuck? What? Right. So um, they called it the puppy episode as kind of a throw, and they didn't want to give away what the episode was going to be about. So when people were tuning in live, they were like, holy fucking shit. They didn't know. Shitters. I know. Um, which is insane. Like, and you think about like 1997, you're like, this was a million years ago, but it wasn't like, this is so recent. Yeah. And people were so unaccepting and not even unaccepting, but unaccepting publicly. Yeah. Which is so crazy. Okay. I'm getting into it. I'm getting into it. So, um, Oprah and Laura Dern guest star. We know Oprah from Oprah. From Oprah. (laughs) (laughs) We know Laura Dern from Big Little Lies. (laughs) Because and being Laura Dern and being the shit. Oh, for sure. Oh, for oh, for <laughs> sure. If you haven't seen Michael Lies, fucking check it out. Laura Dern's character is she's brilliant. Um, I don't remember her line this she, past season, but her being like, "Yeah, I can't not have money." <laughs> it's and it's like, such a reusable yes, gift. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not gonna not be rich, okay? That's um, what it that's was. The line. <laughs> I don't remember. But no, so here's the thing is she's such a relatable, she's a person that like you want to hate, but you love to hate. And I remember an interview. I love to hate her character, but I Oh, for sure. Same. Because she's, but that's the thing is she's such a good actress that you want to. But in the initial, um, uh, like season, she even did like an interview about it that said like her mom fucking was mad at her for being mean to Reese Witherspoon. <laughs> and she was like, No, it's like my character. Like, Reese like, Witherspoon's so nice. I know, she's it's such so a sweetheart. Hard. How are you gonna be an asshole to her? But her character had to be. That's the role. Yeah. Um, so anyway, Lordan's fucking wonderful. She's also in the tale. If you haven't seen it, fucking watch it. It'll wreck you, but just like be ready. Um, she's an HBO go to. Um, but we all know Oprah for being Oprah. Mm-mm. Uh, so Laura Dern actually, so she guest starred as the, the like potential love interest of Ellen. Um, she played a character called Susan. Ellen tells Susan that she's gay. And actually in the rehearsals for the series, Ellen actually whispers to Laura in rehearsal and says, like, I'm not sure that I'm going to be able to say this on the show because they've never said it out loud. And she says that, like, a lot of people that are gay just are but they don't say it right like in yeah you just sort of go through like i don't know you do the motions and you do the things and like whatever but like you just are and you don't have to tell people you don't want to tell people it feels uncomfortable to say it yeah but saying it that, feels like a whole other thing it feels like a thing doing it right yeah. yeah and so people are um uncomfortable she's uncomfortable um she's not sure if she's gonna do it pretty much up until the day um, I'll go back into that in a second. Um, but basically, uh, so there's an episode that I, that I watched that um, is on Ellen 20 years later. Um, and Laura Dern and Oprah are on the couch and Ellen's like interviewing them. And then they're talking. They're like, we've never talked about this episode since we filmed it. Like the three of them. Um, wow. Oprah, I believe, plays her therapist. If I, oh. if from the clips I watched, that's what it seems like. Um and there's always a black lady therapist. <laughs> I know, and she's but also reliable Oprah. as fuck. 
I know. Can we also talk about the episode of Oprah? Oh, no. The episode of Ellen where they go to the grocery store and her and Ellen buy groceries. And it's the best episode. And then they take a family home and then go home and cook for them. And I can't. It's fun. It's hilarious. It's the best thing. Um, It's so heartwarming. Oprah (laughs) brings her own line of food that she's made, like, sold at the grocery store. Brings it home, buys it. Can't cook it. Doesn't know how. (laughs) Her family fucking loves her. Ellen feeds the daughter, like, goldfish it's wonderful cool. um and then you're just like watching it being like what the fuck um and but in the best way possible and i only love it more knowing this story right so oprah says she immediately agrees laura dern also says she immediately agreed um it wasn't until they started filming the episode that people like said to laura like are you sure you want to do this you're gonna face a lot of backlash like whatever and she was like, uh, yeah, I mean, whatever. Like, honestly, says, she says that she just Fuck never yeah. thought of it. Laura Dern. Right. Because she was like, even some of her friends that are gay, like, whatever. It just She was just like, I, we're like, don't do this. It's not, like, it's not worth it. She's just like, whatever. It's no big deal. Of course I'm going to do this. I'm going to support Ellen, my friend human. Ellen. <laughs> For sure. Um, and then Ellen, um, so Ellen comes out. Uh, her show is canceled. Um, as a result, uh, Laura Dern doesn't work for a year as a result. Like, no one will hire wow. her, touch her. People think she's a lesbian because she would play a lesbian on TV. Um, it was the first time any uh, female lead had played a lesbian. This is before Will and Grace. Um, yeah, pre-Will and Grace. Pre-Will and Grace. I made a note about this later somewhere and I lost it because I can't fucking read. Um, <laughs> I'll wear my glasses. I don't even know where it is. Um, but basically, uh, I remember watching an interview with Deborah Messina. At first of all, I love celebrity interviews, so just send them all to me. Um, and I, I watched an interview with Deborah Messing, and she actually talks about how she, for like, debated whether or not to take the role of Grace because she was like, I had only ever seen. To that point, right, in the 90s, comedies that were making fun of gay people. And she was like, I, especially being an actress, especially, you know, in places, I would say New York. I feel like it's New York, but I'm pretty sure they filmed in L.A. Um, I don't fucking know. I didn't research that much. I know that one of the later episodes I did watch, they filmed in L.A. But anyway, um, the exteriors are shot in New York, so we all get it. (laughs) Um, But she was saying that like she almost didn't take the job because she was so concerned about it being just like a show that was making fun of gay people and she's like I don't want to be a part of that I'm not about that I cannot support that um and she's like and then I read the script and she was like I just I fucking love that they made these you know these characters all human all funny all had their own like quirks but they were all relatable and wonderful and just like someone you wanted to be friends with <coughs> excuse me um so fucking gorgeous okay so laura dern doesn't work for a year ellen shows canceled they won't no one will like rehire her um oprah has ellen on her show and there's literally a guest like talking to ellen and i just i have so i saw it i watched it it breaks my heart i like can't deal with it um and she says, like, I, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> um, she has this guest that's sitting in the front row, and she's like, um, you know, she's like, 
Oprah asks Ellen, she says, I don't, like, why do you, why did you feel the need to come out? Why did you want to do it on your show? Blah, blah, blah. What was the purpose? Um, and Ellen's like, um, I wrote this out of order. Uh, but she says something to the effect of, but you don't, you don't need someone to embrace you, right? Like, to tell you that it's okay or whatever. Um, and this woman very aggressively sitting in the front row says, um, you don't like, cause one of her time magazine covers, right. says like, I'm gay sitting on the cover. <coughs> I say sitting because I'm pretty sure she was sitting. <laughs> <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, I'm allergic to fall. Um, she says that, uh, so the woman very aggressively is like, you don't see me on the cover saying like, I'm straight and like does the pose that she's on. Yeah. And Ellen, you can see she's like she's not being defensive she's just kind of answering the questions um uh and basically kind of deflects with humor (laughs) and she says i don't see time magazine knocking on your door um which i think is just so reminiscent of comedy right it's like it's making light of something Mm -hmm. that really fucking hurts and really fucking sucks right um breaks your heart like it just i don't know i was really upset um yeah uh so when uh, i wish i was better at telling stories um so again oprah i think i've said this out of order it's too hard um so again i think i said this out of order but oprah says why was it important for you and why is it important for your character um and ellen says and i wrote this uh she said again i watched it but i wrote that it's she says it was such like heartwarming sympathy and she does she like looks at her and she's just like i need she says i need people to know um that it's okay and i was just like bawling <laughs> on the train <laughs> sitting there. i was just like i'm gonna fucking cry. i can't i can't um yeah so she says that um <laughs> and so she's just sitting across from this woman who's just being an asshole. And the thing is, is the woman saying this to her is being aggressive. She's voicing a lot of people's opinions. Um, and I think it's important that Ellen got the chance to respond to her. But I also think that it's so crazy and so unfathomable to me to think that, I mean, this is what, 1998 at this point, that people are still able to say this on TV. Yeah. Right. So like, do people still say this now? Of course they fucking do. But it would never air on a show. You know what I mean? They wouldn't touch that. They wouldn't the the show would be like, nope, cut it out. Like just would not right. allow even that yeah. kind of statement to be said. Like I cannot fathom a world where that's okay. You know? Yeah. And like it breaks my heart. I know that that still exists. We see it all the time. Um and it's devastating. Ugh, okay, so, <laughs> uh, I'm getting back into things. All right, uh, we're going to bring this. sucks. Everything <laughs> does suck. Ellen went through a fucking hard time, but here's the thing. In 2008, after the Supreme Court upheld the decision to, um, for legalized gay marriage, uh, Ellen announced and then married Portia de Rossi in 2008. Still married. I know. I'm so trying to fucking snap, cute. Drunk. Eleven years later, they're still married, um, and they're just fucking couple goals. They're so adorable, and just like in every way, they're beautiful. I, I love can't. Them. They just have like a great 
relationship from what I see, right? Um, In 2016, Ellen gets awarded by President Obama. Um, I cannot not cry every time I see this. When Um, I see the picture of her, she's like sobbing and I can't not She's like standing. Also. She's like standing behind him (laughs) and she just like... (laughs) I'm going to take some wine. the thing it's just so beautiful um god i wish i was joking (laughs) just she uh is like standing and then he starts talking to her and he's like i'm gonna give her this award and she's just like what (laughs) does not know i can't look at you (laughs) just gonna sob um and i fucking watch it i dare you not to cry but um he starts it off by saying it's so hard for people in 2016 to imagine the significance of what she did in 1997. And I just feel like (laughs) (laughs) I'm legit crying (laughs) right now, but like just crying. Fuck. We're a mess. Um, but I feel like I don't want to bring this down, but I just feel like in 2019, we're just in such a different time and it, it's hard to imagine but I can also understand why there's like more um, fear. Uh, I think that Ellen is a trailblazer. Uh, she brought us to where we're at now. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Um, I'm proud of her. We all owe her a lot. Um, I my next point is that. Um, Miley Cyrus <laughs> is, um, she came out in, uh, I don't remember which year, but, uh, announced that to the world that she was pansexual. Um, she, uh, just at the time of this episode, very recently is filing for divorce from her husband, um, uh, started, you know, hooked up with a woman. Uh, I don't know if that's long-term or it was the weekend thing or whatever, uh, but I just feel like she's such a amazing and wonderful pop culture icon. I fucking love her, admire her. Um, and I think that Ellen really paved the way and allowed um, younger women um, and women that, uh, you know, are <laughs> um, all different types of sexual (laughs) i don't know all the terms okay um but women that are are just want to be able to be themselves and express that and have that be okay and i think that she was critical for that i think that that's so important um i can't thank her enough um and i don't think as a community any of us can um so yeah I just want to say, <laughs> every time we chat, you say, I need to talk slower, and you did. Oh, my God. Did I do it? <laughs> yeah. Ugh, I think I did it out of stress. <laughs> I'm so stressed. Probably. Um, and just uncomfortable. I wanted to talk about Ellen. Slower and... We're going to speed it up, and they won't even know. And then you'll hear me And they'll be like, she's not on crack. Cocaine addict. (laughs) 
She's not on crack. Not even on crack because no. I love Ellen. Yeah. And you just um, love Ellen. I do. And you no, I do. do her right. I want to do her right. That's right. Um, maybe be her when I grow up. Maybe. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Outcome, it's improbable, but I'll try. And uh, <laughs> <coughs> I just think, um, yeah, I, I can't say. Oh my God, it's burped into the mic. So sorry. <laughs> I just love her so much, and I'm such a fucking lady. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I think um, we've come a long way as women, as comedians. Um, fucking women. Uh, yeah, and um, women Ray will West come further. To fucking Ellen, Ellen DeGeneres and beyond. Everybody. And maybe someone listening is the next fucking trailblazer. So yeah. Do so your thing. Get at it. Don't hesitate. Great people do things before they're ready. And with that, we're yeah. going to end this episode, Sans Game, on a serious note. Um, it was a little bit of a game. Was it? I mean, it, we were drunk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, one of us was very drunk. <laughs> hey. It didn't quite ever catch up. Um, but so... Uh, I'm very drunk. Listen. Guys. Listen. <laughs> listen. <laughs> We're going to come back. Don't leave us. Um, Don't leave us. We won't leave you. Just subscribe and then you'll see when the next episode is. Right. Also, uh, rate and review. Because we're into do that. that. It helps our iTunes ratings. Um, also, follow us on Instagram. Follow yeah. us on Twitter. You can find us on Instagram at what's the point pod. Uh, man, it's nodding. Uh, you can find <laughs> us on Twitter at what's the point PC. That's right. Um, I'm a huge Twitterer as of late. Um, so get with it, kids. Uh, also, I pretty much also chrono on the Instagram. Um, sometimes Amanda checks it and helps me, but look, listen, she does the uh, <laughs> she does the. Um, audio shit which i'm bad at so i'm like look i got social am i great yeah. at it maybe not but we need to post something we'll post we'll post things but uh <laughs> i just i'm telling you this because if you want to communicate with us that's a great way to do it um yes. we love you thanks for we listening see those things uh listen thank you season two out thank you out <laughs> bye-bye <laughs>